0: Buffs. 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 Welcome back to an energized, rejuvenated, refreshed At The Buzzer. Um, of course, At The Buzzer is the Ralphie Report podcast. We discussed CU athletics in all of its forms. We have avoided discussing football, and we said we would avoid it for the rest of the year. But screw that. We just won. So we're going to talk about that. Um, and then CU basketball just kicked off of recording this on a Wednesday. CU you just played the first game of the year on a Tuesday, which was unfortunately perilous. Uh, and then we have a fun little game to talk about the entire college basketball season as a whole, um, through, I wouldn't even know if you would call them obscure characters, but definitely fun ones, um, as we look at the whole season. So Get ready to go. Um, I'm Jack. I'm one of the co-hosts. We're bringing back the traditional other co-host, Sam. Welcome back, Sam. Thank you. I'm not
1: energized and recharged because first of all, I'm sick, so you can hear that. Mm-hmm. And also, I went to a uh, I had a special occasion dinner, and we went to an all-you-can-eat sushi restaurant.
0: Wow. Where you okay. just
1: pay like thirty-five dollars, and you can eat as much sushi as you can possibly imagine. Which yeah. I thought was a great deal, especially with Copenhagen prices. I
0: don't know.
1: All you can eat with raw foods would freak me out. I wouldn't trust the quality. Well, I ate a shit ton of fried shrimp. so We'll see how that goes. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Oh, I didn't... Okay. Yeah, I didn't even think about the quality. It was good. <laughs> it wasn't like Country Buffet.
0: Um, hey, say what you want. They cook their food to perfection at Country Buffet. That's not true. So, um, yeah. Let's start with, I guess, the thing that was farthest away. Let's start with football um i see you won a game i guess a decently good team something i was pretty sure was not going to happen for the rest of the year after what we saw from the offense but uh tell you what um it's improved in in recent weeks as you all saw see you won 37 34 i think i'm getting that right over oregon state uh at home that was it was a beautiful day in boulder it was homecoming I want to once again uh, congratulate the student section for filling out entirely again, um, completely showing out all the student passes. I think there's forty eight thousand attendance. So oh I God. don't know, it, CU's attendance for a three and six team is unbelievable, and I don't know how you look at that as it, it, this team. I mean, fans deserve so much more. They're doing great, um, and they got a lot of that and on on Saturday. I don't know. I, yeah. Sam, you said you watched the game as well. I we can just yes. start diving in, but go ahead. I watched overtime at about four AM local time.
1: Um, saw Cole Becker's game winning kick. It was great. I feel so bad for the Oregon State kicker who missed. Oh he made shot. a
0: sixty yarder. Don't feel bad. I for know,
1: him. but he should be a hero. And instead He is it, a hero. He that fucked. is heroic. It he doesn't matter okay. if they lost. Also I'm curious why all these Oregon State CU games are just fucking crazy.
0: Um, like, I think it's they, the similar they talent that, levels combined with the fact that they both have coaching ineptitude on some side. Yeah,
1: well, the coaching ineptitude mostly because CU, when they had Mike McIntyre, CU was the much more talented teams. Like, you can't have Leviska Chenault on one team and be less talented. Um, and still, CU needed Oregon State to miss like a 50-yard kick at the very end. And oh. for to win against I think winless Oregon State at the time. And then the fucking debacle the firing yeah. debacle.
0: Well, so I, th- <laughs> yeah. that's, that's Mike parallel. McIntyre raises his arms.
1: Yeah, it's 34-34 yep. after a missed extra point.
0: That's right. And Trayvon just, McMillan had a great game. Katie Nixon had what uh, three touchdowns that game? Yeah. That's a throwback. Ah. Uh, um, so yeah, yeah. fun yeah. parallel there. <laughs> I think CU was five and three for that game and was facing bowl eligibility, I believe. Uh, and then they lost. And Oregon State coming into this game was five and three, needed it for bowl eligibility for the first time in a while, uh, and they lost. Yeah. So they, they started five and one. Yeah, it's, it's. Or no, they were five and two. So. I guess that's going to be the new rivalry. Screw this, uh, Texas, whatever they want to. Texas, Utah, whatever you want to call it, Rocky Mountain Rumble, whatever. <laughs> Oregon State, CU is a new rivalry. Buffs, beavers, plains, animals. Mostly incompetent and weird. Yes. I love it. I love it. Um, Um,
1: Go ahead. We have a functional offense. Not, like, high-functioning. Yeah. But it's not broken. And, like, they they scored 29 points against Oregon. That was about 26 points more than I thought they would score. (laughs) And, like... They're making easy passes, which we noticed wasn't there. The firing of Mitch riga has looked, looked like a great idea as Jarek Broussard had over 130 yards rushing against Oregon State. First 100-yard game all year? Uh, oh, 100, 151, mm-hmm. actually. Um, yeah, these things look great. Like, I love Brendan Lewis just taking deep shots. Yeah. Um, not that he has a great arm, but like the occasional pass and then also the all pass interference offense is usually pretty good. <laughs> um,
0: I, I, don't, I I was impressed. Um, yeah, I think that hits a lot of my broader strokes. I'll go deep on some things. Cause I love that game. I was at that game as I'm sure a lot of other people were listening. Um, super fun energy at the stadium. I don't know. It was a uh, broader strokes. Yeah. Rodriguez being employed for this long is now looking like one of Darrell's worst decisions. Frankly, like it's, it's one of the things I look back on and I'm like, I don't know if I can trust Darrell at doing anything because he kept Mitch Rodriguez, given that now we have a quality analyst coaching the offensive line and they look, I don't know, night and day, uh, There's something bigger than night and day. They actually are blocked. Like there are real plays that can happen because the offensive line is making these blocks. It's crazy how much of a difference that makes without the guy getting paid $500,000 a year, to do that. Um, So I'm now just getting retroactively pissed for the first eight games, seven games that Rodrigo was there, but it's a great sign moving forward. You know, we always knew the talent wasn't as bad as they were showing. So it's a great sign that that's true. It's a great sign that Vlachos can do some of these things as a QC slash OL coach. Now, I still don't think there are some people suggesting we should tender him the OL coach contract. No, 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 no. Uh, CU is a Power Five school; they should hire as such. But I'm glad to see the players are responding. Um, the main thing I want to talk about on offense, yes, I'm glad you're, you're sorry. Newsome got open. We and Ralph Airport have been, always will be, a Brendan Lewis podcast. We are pro Brendan Lewis, and I love the fact that the man finally has any sort of breathing room and is just completely balling out as a freshman. That was one of the best quarterback games I've seen from CU in a long time. For, especially from an 18-year-old. I just loved, man, I, I don't know. The deep ball to Arius was a beautiful throw, perfectly placed. You had rollouts go great. He was not panicking. And I just want to, I mean, the, the play I really want to key on, two minutes left, you have a Brendan Rice touchdown uh, that was called back to tie it, but first a BS holding. Um, yep. So it's third and 15. You're looking at third and 15. You need to score a touchdown. Here. There's two minutes left. You need to score Brendan Lewis steps There's up in the a pocket. Dime. A dime to Montana Lemoyne Craig in the corner of the end zone. That was, I mean, clutch play. That was stepping up in the pocket. That was something we haven't seen with a CU quarterback, I don't know, since Sefo before he got hurt in 2016. Just beautiful. Yeah. I just love the fact that he gets to, like, have fun out there. He gets to not get killed every play. No sacks. No sacks this game. So it kept was kept clean. I don't know. I just love that he's flourishing. I love that kid. <laughs> You know, it's crazy. If you look at his season stats, they're like, they're not bad. No, and the, I mean, the he's last a, two games, he's seven TDs, zero interceptions.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's so like, yeah, well, that's all you have to say because it's like mo- most of his stats <laughs> on the <this> season <laughs> just from those two games. But, like, he's he's not making mistakes. He, just, he doesn't look like he doesn't belong. Like, early in the season, we were worried about... He looks slow, like, should, yeah. Should we bench him because you don't want to hurt his confidence? Right. But he's he's figured it out, and part of that again is like I think Shivrini has had a better offensive structure and the blocking is better. Um,
0: uh well, okay, okay, okay. I think what it, you're seeing it, now it, is the group effort paying off
1: on offense. Okay. I
0: yeah. don't I still don't think they are doing him the best they can. Those play calls, the aforementioned goal line play calls early in the game, especially, are just like classic yeah. old habits trying to reach the edge when you can when you spent 70 yards running it up the gut really quickly and then you're like you know what let's just try a few toss plays and it's like of course they are going nowhere why not just do what yeah. works but you know whatever these these are the okay. normal gripes for ocs that every team has we're finally to that point i don't think it's all shiverini he still is not going to keep his job i hope to god because the you know it was abysmal before this but
1: yeah i'm not i'm not better. trying to give shiv any credit i'm just saying that it's this the offense doesn't look like it's entirely broken. Like the like right, 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 right. It's just back to being normal, incompetent play calling.
0: Right. I mean, and it's it's a joy to watch joke. We're sorry to actually see some open field uh for the first time all year because that guy can just hit the hole faster than anyone else. Um I don't know. I just liked what I saw. And de- and defensively, they've really struggled the past few weeks without Nate Lambin. Um Still didn't look great today. Brian Lindgren, he of CU fame, called a pretty good game for Oregon State, I thought. There were wide-open receivers all day long that were just missed by the uh, Oregon State quarterback. Excuse me. However, um, they held when they needed to. No Makai Blackman on the outside, so you saw a lot of freshman DBs out there, and they got burned a few times, but they did okay. Uh, and Christian Gonzalez is turning into an NFL cornerback all year, as as we knew he could be. Um, I think they targeted him once, and it was in the overtime, and that was the beautiful pass breakup where he hurt his leg. If you remember that play, so I don't yeah, know. though he's I mean, looking good. Yeah, I, I mean, mean,
1: Oregon, how Oregon State? They ran for twenty-seven carries for eight yards. That's nice. That's nice. That can't be good true, job, guys. Are you serious? It is true. It is true. Okay, and that they has somehow food
0: sack yardage.
1: Yeah, it does. It does. Well, they somehow had eight total rushing yards and three touchdowns.
0: Which yeah. Is, I mean, I, yeah, they had a lot of crazy. Fa- Maybe I'm thinking the swing passes as, as running, but it's not. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, Trey Lowe for them is super fast at running back. I liked him. And BJ Baylor's a man. Um, I've always liked the running backs. Jamar Jefferson was also yeah. amazing. Um, it looks like Carson Wells has kind of
1: got back to where he was. He's been a little, he had a slow start the season, but he's back causing
0: havoc um, and Isaiah Lewis second game in a row where
1: he's just been great.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Mark Perry looks slow still in coverage. I think I'm not a huge fan of that, but Lewis is doing a good job in the back end. Another interception for him this year. Um, I don't know. I, You know, I've said this a million times on this podcast. I'm a huge Trevor Woods guy. As a true freshman, he's the safety. Looked great again yeah. today or last Saturday. Yeah. He had almost he's had a really one-handed talented. pick. Almost had that really one-handed talented. pick, if you remember that. Outstretched, almost snatched from the tight end. Hurt his shoulder on that play. <laughs> um,
1: oh, too good of a play!
0: Too good of a play. Had to go out. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I what you're seeing. What I saw against Oregon State was what I want. Was I, kind of what I was expecting to see all year from the CU team of just like I don't know. You'll see enough size up front from both lines to do okay. Defensive lines okay. Offensive lines okay. Uh, and they just found a way to to pull it out. Not ridiculously good offensively. Not ridiculously bad offensively. Yeah. And I and. You know, I said this before. I think this whole year has been a Carl Durrell stealth operation to get Cole Becker drafted. I think he loves the fact that his kicker is, like, talented. Uh, and we saw that today. Those are not easy kicks. He nailed that long 50-yarder uh, in the first half, or was that second half? And then the overtime kick was 45, no issues. And yet, he was the second-best kicker in, that, in this game. Yeah. Um, any
1: – I have thoughts on, like, Brendan, Brendan Rice – um. Again, I'm really looking at the box score with these games, so please don't make fun of me. Uh, one catch, five yards, one touchdown, but it felt like he was everywhere. If I don't,
0: one touchdown called back for holding, you can't.
1: Yes, yeah, one touchdown called back for holding, and then he had some really good runs. Uh, yeah, he just looks, he just looks so special.
0: He's a man. Like, yeah, he's a man.
1: He, he's so talented.
0: Uh, I I love having him around Yeah, I I don't want to do the stupid He looks like his father out there Um, He does glide effortless effortless. Like he gets up to full speed And you don't even realize it I don't know, it's like every pace is just Gradually getting up to that um, That gallop I don't know, he's super fun to watch And I'm glad he's turning into a leader On this team, pretty vocal one Um, Him and Lewis as leaders is going to be fun For the next few years Yeah, um yeah, Daniel Arias also finally realizing some of the <laughs> it looked like he was about he was. to drop that one too. It was, it looked <laughs> iffy coming in. I'm, so I'm glad he didn't. Uh, I feel like he had like two drops and
1: we just make fun of him all the time for that.
0: Uh, yeah, well, yes, that's true because he hasn't had that many um, options. But Levante Chenault also backed the suspension for the first He's time this hell. year and returned some pretty good punts in Demetrius Stanley's absence. Also had a nice third down conversion. Um, and we're seeing the emergence of two freshmen, Chase Penry uh, as a third down option as well in the middle of a field. I think Lewis loves looking for him on those rollouts as he leaks out a bit. Um, you know, a, a, another fun, reliable option to to be every cliched sportscaster. It looks like Nelson <laughs> Spruce out there. Launch panel guy, he's dependable receiver. No, no, no. Scotty McKnight. Scotty McKnight. he looks like Scotty McKnight and Nelson N- Spruce out there. Nelson Spruce was big. Uh, I'm just picking white receivers. That's yeah, all yeah. No, I got you. So, um, <laughs> I don't know. He, he, another fun guy, Ty Robinson. I mean, say what you want about Chivarini, which I have and will, and hope he's not on the staff next year, I think. Um, but, you know, hey, receivers look pretty good, talent-wise. Yeah. Um, we, have, we have some pretty decent talent for
1: next season. Once, uh, It's just I don't know what's going to happen with
0: the defense. Um. Well, we this, move on to Yeah, I, I- just want to say Ooh. next game is UCLA CU 17 point underdogs in that one on the road. Um, don't think they're going to pull that. Technically, ball eligibility is still on the table. Technically, if they if they went out, they will not. Um, I think see C- UCLA and Utah are going to destroy them. But I'm really looking at that Washington game, that last home game. Washington is a mess right now. So, uh, they better win that one. <laughs> They
1: better win that one. Yeah, and they would that would get them to four wins, which would be past their
0: 3.5 over under. Well, uh, yeah, if you got him at three and a half, I think I got him at four <laughs> and a half, unfortunately, but oh. three and a half would be sweet. Oof.
1: Um, okay, uh, so you don't think we're gonna win with UCLA? I know nothing about UCLA. I know DTR is coming back. Yep. And that he's pretty he's turned into a pretty good quarterback, mm. despite us making fun of him as a freshman.
0: I don't think he's that good still uh, I he I, he okay. has like 50 50
1: throws but yeah okay that's fine um and that is literally all i know about ucla football because i am
0: not paying attention at all mm-hmm. uh, uh, but run the ball hard. i know ucla is gonna get fired those are the two things great, great. segue
1: ucla basketball great segue ucla basketball Leading the pac 12, it looks like Oregon's pretty pretty good too. Did, wait, did they even play or am I just making shit up?
0: They did. Uh Take they over. played oh I should know this, someone awful at UCLA played CSU Bakersfield. Uh yep. Oregon played it was Texas think, Southern. Yes, thank you. The uh, Omar Strong game from CU flashbacks, but yes. Yeah, I was about to reference that.
1: Why why do we have those in the bag? <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, Oregon, or what what happened with Colorado? Because I I have barely seen the highlights because uh, apparently we don't like to post highlights anywhere uh, these days. There's a one minute highlight uh, reel on
0: YouTube that just yeah, tells and, you absolutely uh, nothing about the game.
1: Absolutely nothing. I have no idea, and I can't like. There's no way for me to watch these games unless you start recording them and sending them to me. But uh, what happened? Why did we go to overtime after oh.
0: against Montana State? Uh, you know, we talked about it all off. We talked about it for a year now or, you know, not a year, but a long time. I thought I was ready. I thought I was ready for a McKinley list world. Um, and I just wasn't, <laughs> I got frustrated. And I had to keep reminding myself like, oh yeah, this isn't that team. Um, we are so pain. It was so painfully young looking out there, you know, Montana state has five seniors, two fifth year seniors that came back from COVID. They looked ready to play. Um, I believe the radio broadcast said that Nate Tomlinson scheduled this game and Tad Boyle was upset about that, Um, where Nate was just like, you got it. And I guess Tad's like, we don't got it. Um, (laughs) And Nate left or whatever. (laughs) Um, So uh, it was just hard to watch this offense um, and this defense. Just so many things you you would hope are buttoned up because we were – used to watching an uppercrossman led team aren't buttoned up pick and roll defense was dreadful for most of this game um and that's little things i mean overall a lot of foul trouble evan batty was in foul trouble all game Lawson and lovering fouled out with like five minutes left in the second half and he played like 20 minutes um less than that yeah yeah 13 minutes Jabari Walker did not look interested in playing basketball for the first half. At the very least, he had five turnovers in the first half. Um, how was he getting those turnovers? To, uh, just super sloppy. There was two, I believe up top where he was just doing like the start initiate the offense pass to a guard. Just didn't even look before he passed it. Montana state just grabbed the ball, you know, oh, like great. Love that. Yeah. And there's three just on bad handles, weird off kilter drives that they just like took the ball from him. It wasn't aggressive. It wasn't like he was trying to make plays. It was just, he didn't look locked in. Um, And that might be a continuing trend this year because he didn't look locked in for mines. He didn't look locked in for Nebraska. So um, I will say in the second half and in overtime, he definitely picked up his energy level, his effort level, made a great pass to Eli Parquet um, for the overtime three to send it into overtime. Um, So, you know, he, he got into it, but, he is the main guy on offense and you can't score that often when your main guy on offense is not producing. Um, and that's a lot of what we saw. Mm-hmm. I mean, just lack of days. It, it was like, you know, we've said this a million times. You're going to hear it a million times again. Like this team, as opposed to football, which when they say they're young, they're not really that young. This team is disgustingly young. A lot of 18 and 19 year olds out there. And that's what it looked like. I don't know. Um, just sloppy, super sloppy. And luckily the seniors came together rallied uh and and put this game away after after sending it to overtime because see you did not look in, into this game for a long time so so what what kicked them off like what led them to get back into it defense and rebounding i mean how, how many times does tads it's like i so let me be more specific i guess i and i want to yeah. keep praise on this guy like we've done all year I'm being more specific because I want to praise him. And also because, you know, it makes us sound cooler and more correct. Um, Nick Clifford, dude, what a ridiculous improvement he already has made. Unbelievable. Um, I, I He snatched so many rebounds. And the thing I love, and we talked about this on the preview pad, pod with Brent Burrows, which you should listen to if you haven't, because it makes us sound so right in every way. And we talked about this uh, separately the fact that Nick Clifford can just grab a board and immediately push because he still has some of that guard mindset is so freeing for this offense. Like, even if it, it just means you can set up quicker. It's, it's amazing because this team needs to play faster than the previous teams. McKinley was a slow it down half court offense savant. Um, This team needs to run. It just needs to, to get, to get going. Um, And he's great at that. So Nick Clifford made some great defensive plays down the stretch. There was a few blocks from him and Parquet that led to leak outs Nick Clifford had a put back slam. Um, and they all got to the free throw line. They started being aggressive, started driving. Um, CU took, I believe, 37 free throw shots. Is that right? Yep. Yes, it is right. Yeah, that's that's how you did it. Defense rebounding, and when your shots aren't falling, when your offense isn't working, get to the line.
1: Yeah, so um the closing lineup. Evan, batty, Neat Clifford, Keyshawn, Eli, and Jabari. Uh
0: well, yeah, and that, that's – let's see. I believe in overtime they switched that out a little bit because they have five minutes. But, yeah, Tristan was off all game, did not have a good game at all. So he was – they put Clifford in there. Anyway, yeah, it's okay. Keyshawn, Eli, Neek. Well, I also and- –
1: I don't expect Tristan to necessarily be a finisher. I think he's a starter to kind of set the tone. Uh, yeah, I mean, he a bad starter too. Three turnovers yeah, well, to start. I, Oh, that's bad. But um, like, just generally, I think his play style. Like, I think because this team has very little front court depth, you're gonna see like Tristan start games and then kind of come back and then be a backup forward as the game progresses. That's my idea. Uh, whereas I think like like Clifford might end up having starter minutes if he keeps playing like. Well,
0: this. I mean, Tad Boyle said in his press conference he views Clifford as a sixth starter as opposed to the first yeah. guy off the bench. Um, and I I think after this game. He, you know, he hit all of Tad's uh, hot spots. You know, he got him all hot and bothered by just boarding the hell out of the ball. Um, so I think you're going to see him inserted in there. Luckily, there's a bit of breathing room. CU plays New Mexico and Maine, which are ew, not good. Um, and I will say this. Montana State is like, uh, this is part of, probably why Tad didn't want to play him. They're not, I mean, CU should have easily won this game. The line was it finished at 11 and a half favorites. Probably what they should have been. However, they're not going to be bad. They, they are picked third in the big sky, um, which isn't the worst basketball conference. They have Raquan Battle from Washington on their team. Um, oh, in, that's – I thought yeah. I recognized him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and like I said, the rest of them are all seniors. Xavier Bishop's a fun guard, and they have their big guy, Bella, was super fun to watch, carved out space. So they are – it's a good test. It's a good early test um, as a team that plays together is old – and um we'll make some noise they're not just completely distalented untalented so it looked like disaster and i'm so glad it's not disaster it's so much easier to learn from a win than it is from a lost uh loss and you know we saw ac- across the country so many people got into these scraps ohio state almost lost to akron indiana almost lost to eastern illinois virginia did lose the navy and uh pitt did lose to the citadel so you know and Washington lost to Northern it's, Illinois, I
1: think. Right? Is Pitt supposed to be good.
0: Uh no, but they have more talent <laughs> than CU. I guess not anymore. But they have talent. No, I don't think so. I yeah, mean, they Virginia lost the best ranked, players. And they Justin lost. Champagne
1: Navy. is in the G League. Yeah. Um, we haven't mentioned the leading scorer for CU or the second leading scorer. I know. I, really, well, I, I know, I know who scoring. they
0: are, but you go ahead and, and I won't spoil it. Well, tell me what Keyshawn Bartholomew did in his first career start. I He was okay, um, shot really well. They all The whole team did at the start of the game. That's kind of what kept them in it. Um, oh, that's nice. Uh, he needs to be more aggressive. He is okay. a – this is not a hot take, I hope. He's a better natural scorer than McKinley was um, at, at the guard spot. He just has that knack. I love when he drives. And near the end of the game, he started figuring that out and he just drove, constantly attacked the basket. He needs to do way more of that. His speed is really, really hard for other teams to deal with, Um, whether it's on the break, whether it's in half court and his length is freaky. So I don't know. I love when he attacks. He needs he's a good finisher on the rim. He can shoot really well for now. I mean, his shot looks good. His shot looks better. So do more of that. I don't know. I'd like to see that. Um, And then you want to talk about Parquet or no? Well, Parquet hit the – I know he hit the shot to send the game into overtime.
1: Um, but 17 points was kind of a lot for Eli. I, I wasn't expecting
0: that. Does he have – does it look like he has a big offensive role? It was his career high. Um, I think he was forced into that role by necessity just because of the passivity of some other people I would expect to take bigger – like Jabari Watt, I cannot describe to you enough in the first half how, it, how much it looked like he didn't want to be there. I don't know. Maybe even being unfair, I probably am, but – it, it I mean, just, I think I've been more critical of Jabari than you have on this podcast. Yeah, I, I mean, it, whatever. He has the talent. He still shot well also in the first half, but it's like, man, it's the Montana yeah. state. You should be able to like just drive on these dudes. Uh, and every drive ended a turnover and it just didn't work out. So Parquet found himself in some similar spots as last year where it's just like late clock. He's standing around, giving the ball, did a few nice, like his classic pump fake at the three point line. One step in, two point jumper goes in um and a lot of leakouts that that look great this is what i'm talking about pushing the pace a little bit is like on those defensive boards parquet just got out in transition and hit some nice finishes got some and ones it just looked effortless and they're going to need to run more like that this year to score points
1: yeah that suits his game too especially like a lot of his points will come off of cuts and whatnot
0: yeah i mean the guy that we've loved i haven't mentioned yet kj simpson Kind of got a back seat as the game tightened and see, and they wanted to play depth. Julian Hammond didn't even play this at all this game. Um, so you're going to see that change. But KJ, as advertised, was just always pushing. And I like to see that. And even if it didn't work that well this game, I want to see more of that. Continue to attack as you do. Because um, he gets in the rim pretty frequently. So that's know. nice. Um, last question on uh, Evan how, how did he look? Oh my God. I mean, number one is I can't just his, I'm going to talk so much about every home game. Just the fact that his senior year is <laughs> coming up and we're going to have to watch him leave. But, oh, uh, no, no. he hit a three to start the game, which was fun. Um, he hit a few jumpers actually. And he, same, he's the same guy. He was dealing with foul trouble all game just because he's huge. So there's a few fouls are just like, that's not a foul. If he's a hundred pounds lighter, but you know, he's yeah. not, um, And he played with four fouls for like the last 15 minutes of the game straight, including overtime. And that's like, you know, that's killer. That's clutch that he he basically was just so smart about it. Carved out space a lot, was there for dump-offs, and just boarded like a maniac to end the game. I don't know. Went back to the tennis. That's how how they finished this game out is Eli Parquet and Evan Baggy just said, we're going to play defense, we're going to rebound, and that's the end of our job. Um, And it worked. And you you can add Neek Clifford to that contingent at some point. It's going to be those three. I think Clifford absolutely is going to be in the closing lineup, um, and yeah, yeah. I, I think it depends on. I want well, I mean, to see like him the, shoot more too,
1: to see what tad, it like. The right? tad ball. I'm talking about like the tad ball, all-stars. right?
0: Yeah. Well, um, exactly. Tad's going to l- fall in love with that, and Tristan should be part of that. I, um, yeah. just wasn't yeah. today or you know yesterday? So it's okay. You have off days. I'm not most expecting. Our, most, I mean, Tristan's mental. Makeup is not something I'm expecting to get mad at. Yeah, it was like tomorrow um, where he didn't look like in. It's just like he didn't look good.
1: <laughs> Different any other
0: final thoughts? Any
1: other final thoughts on this before we move on to our fun part of the podcast?
0: Um, let's see. I mean, it's a pretty big rotation, kind of. Uh, I really wish Quincy Allen wasn't hurt. That would be tight. Um, and and help with some of those rotations foul trouble is going to be an issue if Lawson continues to pick up fouls like this. Um, And we've talked about this before, but you can just see it. Really struggled defensively against Montana State, but you can just see he's like little, let's give him a little more time, give him a little more strength, and he's going to be so freaking good at the de- Like, so good at defense. Um, He just doesn't have, you know, he's a little bit too slow processing um, and got beat a lot, but Man, his length and his activity is just freaky. That's it. Did I cough, did I cough on air or did I I didn't hear myself it,
1: first? So. Oh, thank God. Okay. I just looked and I was not muted. So,
0: oh, um, okay. Before we go into the draft, I want to mention real quick, today is national early National Signing Day for college basketball or just official National oh, okay. Signing Day. Here, um, let me blow my nose while you talk about this. CU is going to have a smaller class, as we've mentioned before, because this past class was so gigantic. Um, and there are currently only 10. Uh, there are 10 upper underclassmen. So only two spots to fill um, with Evan and Eli. Those two spots were presumably signed on on Wednesday I want to come back 10.
1: He will take my hot take.
0: Eli Parker is going to have a longer NBA career than Tyler Bay. Is that a hot take right now? I mean, you're saying that after Tyler Bay's already been like released from his rookie contract and is bouncing around the G League. But yes. yeah, yeah.
1: But I, I think Tyler Bay will get another shot because six foot seven, super athletic forwards tend hey. to get multiple shots, McKimley, especially right? once if go ahead. St- if if Tyler starts to like develop skills. Right. That's always been the knock like, on
0: him. Yeah, but go ahead. McKinley Wright, 35 points for the Iowa Wolves, including the game-winning three. Uh, Minnesota better call him up quick. Um, All of this aside, CU signed two players in this recruiting class. One of them is a highly touted four-star named Joe Hurlbert from North Dakota. Um, Hurlbert is a power forward. He can shoot really well. He's a good shooting power forward. Um, That is not a power forward. He's a big boy center. So, I guess, I don't know, at the risk of Hitting literally all the cliches in this podcast. He reminds me a lot of Austin Dufault in terms of uh, offensive game, another North Dakota whiteboard product. Um, he can shoot pretty well. He can put the ball on the deck a little bit. He is way taller than Austin Dufault. Um, and he is so slow. He's like 6'10. I don't know if he's that and slow. He's I don't know if I agree sl- with that. Okay, I think he's slow. We'll see. But solidly built, CU went into Big Ten country, beat out Iowa for him, beat out Wisconsin for him, beat out Minnesota. This is a high-level player. CU's very lucky to have him. Um, on the other side of that, you are seeing a uh, classic Tad uh, guard. You're seeing R.J. Smith just signed. R.J. Smith is a classic Tad guard in that he's gigantic. He's like six four or six five um he's from southern california and he's under recruited so no big time schools in california were going after him none of the pac-12 schools he was behind a five-star is his junior year at damien high school so you didn't get to see you didn't get to see him that much um but he looks solid looks like a lead handler that can shoot the ball and and put it on the deck a little bit so we'll see developmental piece for sure um but you know tads had plenty of success with those guys before and he's looking at a crowded backcourt going in so that that's who signed today i would expect that to be the end of the class because that leads that that is all the scholarships there's room for one more there's technically 13 scholarships um, um but that's going to probably be a transfer late yeah i mean it's also worth mentioning
1: that um jabari is projected as like an early second round pick right now um Oh after what I yeah. saw. <laughs> no, I know. I d I don't think so either. Um but like like we'll probably see him test draft waters at some point. As because he should. like he is he is very talented. It's just I don't know if he has some weaknesses that he
0: needs to work on. Well I hope we I hope he does get into that. I hope he does yeah. put it all like lock in this season, realizes a lot of money to be made if he just completely balls out. Um But I'm worried right now. So yeah. Anyways, Um, that's the end of basketball. That's the end of basketball, except for more basketball
1: because (laughs) we are going to do a thing. How how many? We're gonna draft twelve players onto our fictional teams. Um, and we're gonna take college basketball players from around the country. Uh, We're going to avoid like the first team all-american type talents because it'd be like too easy to be like oh i want paulo benchero on my team um i don't (laughs) okay okay uh well i'm not (laughs) i'm not gonna take like kofi coburn as my center because that's too easy okay
0: so are we Um, just gonna say let's look at the preseason all-americans let's look at that
1: right now i no, i
0: have a third team all-american that i want to draft Okay, well, let's do. Okay, let's look at the preseason first team All Americans. How about that? And we can't draft. Okay, pitch. I don't. I don't think any of my guys are on those. So okay. I don't so worry about it. for for the well, listener, let's just yes. say we cannot draft these for first team All Americans. Drew Timmy at Gonzaga, great player. Johnny Juzang at UCLA. Mm, don't want him. Yeah, I don't want him. Exactly. Colin Gillespie, Villanova. No. Kofi Coburn at Illinois and Trace Jackson Davis in Indiana. We cannot draft those I, those five. I thought about Trace. What about second team?
1: Those five. Everyone else is okay. Wait, wait. What's on second team? Because I feel like you want someone,
0: someone on second team. I don't know. I don't. I Well. What? Do you not have in front of you? No, I don't have the second oh, team in okay, front of me. Oh, okay, fine. Second
1: team, preseason, All-American, basketball, Google. Five. Uh, so, yeah, you're not really upset that you're going to miss any of those five.
0: Okay, yes, I do have someone I want to draft from the second team. And I'm using CBS Sports here. So Yes, are you going to draft Buddy Boeheim? No, are you kidding? <laughs> okay. He's like my least so, favorite player. I know, he shouldn't
1: be on here. And I know who the um,
0: person you want is. So, yes, we'll be okay. We'll be okay here. Oh, wait, no, I don't want any of these guys. I no, don't on, want, the thir- on the third team, I know exactly who you're looking at. So, that's fine. Well, anyway, wait, let's wait, just get I, to I, it.
1: Oh, I'm on. Okay, sorry. I'm on USA Today. We have, we're looking at the wrong list. Okay. So to, to clarify, the players who are not eligible are first and second teamers. We just mentioned the first teamers. And the second teamers are. You feel like we'd be better at this. What are we doing? Max? We don't, we don't, why don't I just say this? We're going to draft these guys. Oh, are we? Okay. Yes. I thought we weren't drafting second teamers.
0: No, we, second teamers are allowed. Only first teams are okay,
1: allowed. Okay. Okay. Fine. 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 So I know who you're going to take with the first pick, then. Do you want to get it over with? Or? I don't know who I'm going to take or, with the first or. pick. Are you, are you kidding me? Okay, I, I know who I'm taking with the first
0: pick. You go first, then, because I have no idea.
1: From that third-team All-American list, mm-hmm. my favorite player mm-hmm. in college basketball is Jaime Jaquez at UCLA. He's going to play small forward for me. He's going to do all the little things. He's going to be handsome as hell with his little hair and his <laughs> headband and mustache.
0: <laughs> And uh, we're going to, we're going to be very happy with that. Okay. That's exactly why I figured you wanted the third team. Um, yeah, that's why I wanted the first pick. Okay. Well, I'll reach to the second team, I guess, and do my first pick. My favorite or uh, close to player in college basketball, EJ Liddell on Ohio State. Give me EJ Liddell. Yeah, I
1: saw that one coming.
0: Um, just a power forward, small forward hybrid can score at all three levels. So smooth, unbelievably smooth. Um, I don't know. Just love watching him. I I like that bucket getter.
1: Yeah. It's hard for me to not draft like five combo forwards in my starting lineup. Uh, <laughs> because my second pick is Ron lineup. Harper Ju- my second pick is Ron Harper Jr. From Rutgers. Bulldog. Who is like six foot five, 240 pounds and like really skilled and he's just going to truck people. And I love him so much. Oh, also the point of this exercise really is for us to kind of say our favorite players in college basketball and for you to maybe learn some weird fun under the radar players to watch for, because these are, I'm going to draft good players that are like, they're going to be on bigger teams.
0: So uh, so just players to watch for, you know. I do, and it's too bad. I believe our guy UNC Greensboro, both of us, Isaiah Miller. Didn't he go? Oh yeah, he was going to be on my team. He was on my team last year when we did this exercise. He was my backup point guard. Um, well, my second pick, and this is reason to bias. I watched Michigan State Kansas last night as well as the Duke Kentucky game. I David came McCormick? away no. No, I'm not insane. And absolutely not to Remy Martin. Absolutely not to Remy Martin. Um, Neither of those. This is going to be in the second bit with Duke, Kentucky playing. We said no Banchero, which makes total sense. I don't want him anyways. Uh, The guy I came most impressed away with at at Duke is Nate Williams, that center. That dude is a – Mark Williams. Mark Williams is a freak at defending the the glass – and I mean he got bullied by Oscar Sheepway, because who doesn't get bullied by Oscar Sheepway at Kentucky? But that guy blocks so he just also all the shots in the world. He's a throwback big who's just gigantic. I love him. Um, there you go.
1: Yeah, I thought long and hard about Mark Williams as my center. Um, and I really don't even know who I'm taking as my center. I haven't decided yet. Oh, I know. Um
0: no, you don't, because I don't know who I'm taking. I, well, it's going to surprise you. Watch me be right, but go ahead. I Okay,
1: before I draft, I'm going to ask you who I should take. But um, I'm not going to take a center for now. My third pick, okay, maybe the leading scorer in college basketball this year, hopefully a cult hero, Tavion Kinsey at Marshall. Wow, this that dude, is a deep cut. He's like 6'6", with a really long wingspan, wiry, athletic. And he's just so fast and so smooth at getting through his bucket. So good. Okay, but he's going to be my main... He's my crunch time scorer.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, let's see. I have a center. I have a nice little forward there. Did, did you not prepare your team for this? Absolutely not. I'm just going off of who I love. So wow. give, me, uh, give me Matt I Bradley asked- at San Diego State. Jesus. I even asked you. Don't give me a don't give team. me Jesus. <laughs> Matt Bradley's a great pick. Matt Bradley, yeah, formerly good. of Cal, a CU killer. He's a left hefty lefty. Uh at, at Shooting Guard. Gigantic dude, knows how to get his shots. Um and is going to shoot a lot of them this year. Um, we both have two hefty boys. Um
1: each. I'm gonna take the heftiest boy. I, I any of us will draft. I'm taking Kenneth Lofton Jr. from yeah, Louisiana Yeah, that's exactly
0: Tech. what I said. I knew who you were going
1: to. <laughs> okay, he's not my center. He's not my starting center, though. He's my uh, sixth starter, power forward, center coming off the bench. Okay, that is who you thought I was going to take. Yes, I love him so much. He's only uh, he was on the U19 FIBA World Cup for USA, and like you don't expect like a a freshman from Louisiana Tech to be like the hero of usa right. basketball but he was so good <laughs> he made everyone better with like with box outs with screens and with like just getting buckets
0: and if you don't know what he
1: looks like please look him up because he is so funny
0: yeah another boy yeah that's another cinder block you have uh, well i'm gonna i'm gonna i have some more cinder blocks don't worry about <laughs> wow okay man
1: i'm a bit worried um yeah, well, I'm going to beat up your team. Not, so, although you have Matt Bradley, so that's going to be kind of tough.
0: Well, I'm going to go even bigger uh, for my small forward. My team is so wacky. Um, okay. Give me a local guy. I've talked about him for years. He's one of my favorites, former high school quarterback in Minnesota, and that is David Roddy at Colorado State. I oh, what? love Roddy. Colorado State is going to be really, really good this year. That is a tournament team. Kendall Moore, David Roddy, they have some great size. Adam Thistlewood's a great shooter. Um, Roddy's the engine that makes that go. He's going to be the best rebounder in mid-major college basketball at 6'5". He can push it up the floor himself. He can take everything himself. He's a post player. Um, He's super, super fun to watch. He got a bit hurt on Tuesday uh, in the first game against Oral Roberts. However, I think he should be fine and good to go. So uh, give me Roddy all day. Did, did CSU win that game against Earl Roberts? Uh, yes, by 20. They scored 100 points.
1: Oh, shit. I was thinking about Max Asimus as my point guard, but I don't think I'm going to do that. Um, instead, I'm going to take uh, somebody who I really... He was my guy that I wanted CU to get as their next starting point guard. The transfer from Coastal Carolina named Devontae Jones, mm. who is now the starting point guard at Michigan. And this is another thick boy. Six foot one, two hundred pounds, thick neck, and he plays like a running back. Gets downhill, makes smart plays, um, and yeah, I, I I really like this guy. I Wish that uh, he wasn't yeah. making a great decision to go to Michigan.
0: Yeah. I uh, okay. I will go into a former mid major player who who burst on the scene last year in the tournament for Hofstra. Who is now at New Look Texas Tech? Uh, an amazing name with an amazing game. That is Adonis Arms. Uh, oh, shit. forward and shot blocker extraordinaire. He was at Winthrop, him. by the way. No, I think it was. Oh, no, you're right. It was the Winthrop Eagles. I'm sorry. I don't know why I said Hofstra. Is
1: that Texas Tech now?
0: Yes. Uh, and he is amazing. His arms live up to the names. He has a huge <laughs> wingspan. He catches every alley oop to throw at him, and he's an amazing defender.
1: So, fuck, man, I should have taken him. I don't know why I didn't think about him. I was even thinking about like my dream team. My like dream dream team would be like Andre Robertson at center, Matisse Thibault and Zaire Smith on the wings. Um, oh Gary Payton at point guard, and then Kyle Anderson as my my wing. That, that is would be such one. a wacky team. I love it so much, but I think I like I just like college basketball for the weird players. But uh, and I'm trying, I'm trying not to draft uh, like a spread pick and roll offense. Like I bet you thought I would do. I that's a yes, that's what I thought you because do. I'm not running that because this is a college basketball team, and I'm not trying to draft NBA players because I would do that with NBA players. Um, okay, so my last starter. I've taken five players, by stuff yet to get my starter. I don't feel good about it, uh, but I'm taking my center as Tanner Groves at Oklahoma.
0: Wow. Okay. I don't feel good about that
1: either. Yeah, I don't feel good about it against Mark Williams, but I really, (laughs) I wanted someone who could go, like, who would be skilled in the post and could get points for me, who would be, like, a good passer uh to with cutters around and then step out for threes. I don't think he's gonna be that great defensively, but uh he's not really there for defense. He's there to make everyone else better and to open up driving lanes for my
0: big boys. He he will clear space out. That is absolutely for sure. Huh. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Um going through this, I realize I have I have no Pac 12 players so far. Um and he took Wait, everyone's Go
1: ahead. Let me make a deal. Okay. Oh, do you need a point guard?
0: Who are you going to suggest? Nothing. Nothing. Go ahead. I'm confused about what's happening right now. Don't worry. Take your guy. You don't even know who my guy is. Take your guy. Take take whoever.
1: Just just pick. Okay. If I if I miss my my, my guy, I'm. Uh, I want an all lefty backcourt. Okay. I want a tall
0: backcourt. Uh, oh, my shit. team is not going to pass the ball at all is what I'm realizing. Um, <laughs> however, I want both my guards to be taller than David Roddy in this encourage, uh, uh, this complete set cycle. Uh, give me Will Richardson at Oregon, not necessarily a under the radar name, but once again, for people listening to this, he is the engine that's going to make Oregon go. He is a great scorer at all three levels. He's a left-handed, crafty guy um, with some good size. So him and Bradley in the backcourt gives me plenty of firepower. You know, I don't
1: think that people in the greater college basketball world realize that Will Richardson is really fucking good.
0: He, I mean, Oregon, I, I I am very high on Oregon this year. I'm very, very high on Oregon this year. Yeah, he's a probably a top 10 that. team.
1: Yes. Probably a top 10. Um. Okay. Do you have any other thoughts on Will Richardson, or should I pick my pack 12 no, guy that I don't want to get? Pick sick? your pick your other one. <clears throat> All right. On uh, the bench, I need a wing who can play some great defense, mm. do some cuts, make some some game. He's forcing threes. I
0: want Eli Parquet. Eli Parquet. There it is. Yeah, I need. We had to get him. one CU guy. Well, I might take another. You don't know that. Wow. Sounds like a, a threat when you say it like that. <laughs> Maybe. Um, <laughs> okay. I need a guy who does not need the ball to do good things, right? Um, you know, Marquette is a brand new team this year. No Wajahowski or whatever you say his last name. Now you have Shaka Smart coming in from Texas. Uh, Big East is a whole lot of no one after Villanova. This guy uh, is a transfer in from, to the Big East. He is a defender first, second, and third, and then a shooter fourth. Does not need the ball. Huge athlete. I want Daryl Morcel. He's going to be first team all defense in the country. Uh just a solid player. I need I need him to um to fill out this roster and play solid defense for me. That's a good pick. I People thought, should, I yeah, thought, if, you, if you're gonna watch any big East basketball, watch for him.
1: He's he's fun. Yeah, he was Big Ten player, defensive player of the year last year. And uh, he simultaneously put his name in for the NBA draft, uh, entered the transfer portal, and told Maryland he might come back. All just like Kofi Coburn, baby. He wanted to keep all rule. his options. Yeah, well, love it. Um. Okay, so my I need I need my sixth man. I have a, or I've, i drafted Kenneth Lofton or Kenny Lofton, but I I need a backup point guard. I need somebody who can like. Get into the paint and make plays for my big boys. And I'm going to take Kendrick Davis from SMU.
0: Oh, great pick. I love that guy.
1: Yeah. Okay. You can go. I like this guy. You don't want
0: to mention him at all? I tell people. No, go ahead. Please do. Why why do you want him? I mean, SMU is terrible. Uh, Kendrick Davis is not. He was basically the only guy that could do anything on SMU. Um, I don't know. He's really fun. He's he's. A natural scorer. I like guards that are natural scorers. Uh, surprisingly, you need to be complete passers or natural scorers. I don't like these halvesies. Um, and he's one <laughs> of those Kendrick Davis, He's a natural scorer. I don't know. He's fun to watch. Yeah, although I'm going to ask him to pass. Well, good luck. He's not. He's not <laughs> used to that. <laughs> well, he's not used to playing with good players. That's ex- that is absolutely correct.
1: Well, actually, no, I, I want to say my bench is going to work out to where when he's on the floor, if I do platoon style, it's going to be mostly him with the ball. It's just I'll have movement around him, but he's mostly getting the ball. That was what I wanted. I wanted a point guard starter mm-hmm. who could play off the ball and do cuts and then a point guard backup who would run the offense like through him.
0: Okay. And, and that's this guy. Okay. Yeah, that would be Kendrick Davis um okay let's i'll match you shooting for shooting i need another guard i think well hold on i need probably need front court death but i don't think that you and i are targeting the same people for that are uh, you writing
1: your players down
0: no absolutely not okay um i'm continuing <laughs> i am continuing along this trend of of scoring guards That's where the offense for my thing is going to come from i'm going to dip back into pack 12 waters Even though I don't think this is a good fit for this team, this player, um, for the team that he's on, which is USC. And even though I think he's getting way uh, overhyped, I want him to add my names, to add to my all-name list. Uh, Give me Boogie Ellis, former CU recruit, uh, former Memphis Tiger, and now USC Trojan. And the dude, when he's hot, cannot be stopped. Massive shooter. Massive shooter. Give me Boogie Ellis. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay.
1: Oh, I okay. I forgot the name of somebody that I think you're going to target. So I just want to okay make sure. I was don't look at the Ohio State roster if you forgot to. Oh, I know who you are. I can't do it though. I just I can't okay. do it. I love him too much. Okay, okay, uh, that would be since we're not going to draft him. I guess that would be Zed Key at Ohio State. Yeah, he's 350 pounds. Big boy. <laughs> <laughs> he's, yeah, he's
0: he's thick in every okay. way. Um.
1: The last major role player I'm going to take, because I'm mostly going to run a nine man rotation. Um, what? I'm glad you have that figured out already. Well, I spent way too much time <laughs> on this. I got my classes, I only have class like eight hours a week. And, ooh, that's nice. And
0: I don't know what to do with my free time. I just messed up. <laughs> I know who I want as my guard, <laughs> and I took Boogie <laughs> to say you can i'm gonna let you undo that pick okay i'm gonna undo that i haven't written it down we're gonna see this guy in boulder and he will be my favorite player on the court except for evan batty when he's on there kennedy chandler at tennessee is an amazing freshman um and he's exactly what i like to see in a point guard always attacking looks for his teammates too um great i mean he's gonna get drafted right away tennessee always has those gigantic guards rick barnes uh, system over there is exactly what I like to see at a guard starting with TJ Ford way back at Texas. Um, and Candy Chandler is in that mold, he is so fun to watch. Huge Candy Chandler fan. Um, give me him to, to initiate the offense. Um, is he skilled? Is he explosive? Super explosive, big? and he's really skilled passer. Uh, okay. he's, I mean, he's big enough, he's like 6'2 ish. Um, just does not turn it off. I don't know. I don't know how to describe like he is so fast. he's one of those guys where he's a five star, partially because he's super talented, but all the other part is he just goes harder, you know. You just sit here that Liberty Mutual ad. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um All right. So my ninth
1: pick. What's, What's going
0: okay. on, bro? I'm trying to watch Kennedy Chandler highlights after I talked about him. And uh <laughs> okay. Liberty Mutual's going hard. All right. Um, I'm
1: gonna take maybe the best shooting wing in the country. Um
0: Kellen Gray. I
1: don't no, 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 like a big wing. Uh NBA size six foot eight. Buddy Bay Dave... No, that guy is I don't think he's very good. <laughs> um Hyun Jung Lee, the South Korean from Davidson. Nice. Who posted a 50-40-90 season last year, and he is a movement shooter. So I'm just going to have my big boy setting picks and he's just going to be running around draining three. Like another
0: Davidson alum. Yep. Nice. Okay. Um, well, let's see. I think my bigs, well, I like both of them, are, are semi-grounded. Um, I don't know. I think I might want a pogo stick out there um i and uh, you know if you had to, if you had to guess sam where i'm looking for the pogo stick bigs that that are are gonna be fun for little po where where are you, you where know, am i going i had a really hard time
1: finding centers that i wanted I yeah, oh, i'm really glad find... i watched Nate Was
0: it mark Williams Nate yeah. Williams yeah no i thought about mark Williams too but um i like, love watching I, so yeah I, they got a shot so i am
1: like it's I don't know if it's like I didn't know about Camera Crutwig until like midway through last year, so I know I'm missing some guys. Um Cameron Cutwig's playing in Belgium, by the way. I definitely checked on his
0: eligibility. Yes, and he did that before um, the draft, I think. He knew he was just gonna go European, so he just bounced. <laughs> I love him so much. Um
1: I like I, I really I can't find any like six foot ten. Bouncy players who I actually like the game of they're either really athletic and not skilled at all, or they're just fat and skilled.
0: You're not a good Sharif. You're not a huge Sharif O'Neal fan. Oh, is that where you're going? No, no, that's okay. not who I'm taking. Okay. Who are you taking? No, I want Armando Baycott at North Carolina. Oh, okay. Rim runner finishes super heavily. Great stop Great second bounce. Uh, he's a fun guy to watch. I think he has goggles or he did last year and he has an afro or did last year. So, you know, Yeah, I uh, have never really seen him play, I don't think. Well, he's great. Take my word for it.
1: <clears throat> okay, so I need a backup center. He's going to play maybe like eight minutes a game, so I don't really have to worry about him. But he's really just going to go in there to fuck some people up. So that's why I'm taking Fardas Imac Wow. from Utah Valley State okay who led the the country in defensive rebounding and was like top 10 in offensive rebounding. This dude's like six foot 11 like 290 pounds out of <laughs> he's nowhere this... <laughs> I think I drafted him last year when we did this um and I love this guy so much because like he's like just the big fat boy who wants to crash the boards. Um And if you pass it to him, his post move basically is just spin. And he's so girthy that he'll just create that space. (laughs) Well, if it works, don't get mad. If it works, it works. But like, I really like I, 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 if I could find like a bouncy center that I liked, I probably would. And I was thinking of like, maybe just getting a power forward and just having him be the, the center. Um. But, uh, like, I didn't think, like, Andre Carter at UConn or Andre Jackson at UConn would be good enough for me.
0: I mean, all the oh, Bouncy Centers left a bit early. Like Moses taking... Moody and all that. Good. Wait, wait. I'm going to take
1: that back. I mentioned Fardas IMAC, but I'm going to undo that pick because you undid a pick earlier. But So I, I get the win-win of mentioning him. But I get the benefit of drafting KC and Defu, who plays for the saint peter's peacocks wow do you know this guy no okay he averaged 3.7 blocks per game last year and he's 6 foot 7 okay he and still I watched plays for saint highlights. peter's though <laughs> yeah he should have transferred uh but uh he is a pogo stick and he just likes to dunk and that's all he wants to do and he might suck and we might have to cut him midway through the season I mean, what else do you need to do okay. Uh yeah, not much because I I do have like like I have good depth for forwards, especially with the guys I'm gonna draft later. Um, okay. What?
0: So how how far are we? How many pe- people do we have left? I have ten players. You have nine. Okay. Uh, I guess I think I need a, a another forward. You took Hockes, who's the best small forward in this role. are uh, you I thinking all... of taking him and putting him on your bench? Hawkes? Yeah. No, I I need I just need it. I basically, I don't think Liddell <laughs> I guess Liddell and Hawkes can bang, but Roddy is such a weird. I'm playing positionless two through four yeah. basketball, so I need another guy. Uh, in that you have the same idea. Ilk. Uh, yeah, kind of. Um, and like I said, those guys were in high demand last um, draft cycle. Like everyone that is like six seven in athletic just got drafted um you know this the scotty barnes types i guess to be oh he's so good have you seen him in the nba he's he's pretty he's pretty crazy good yeah uh he's exactly what they wanted um not saying that he is i don't know not everyone's like that crazy athletic but you know what i'm saying like those dudes who just ooze athleticism all the time um Unfortunately, I don't know if I do want to go back into the Oregon well. Um, so, I guess, hmm, this is tough. I'm, I'm deciding between a few different people. I will do an unprecedented move and yield so I can have back-to-back picks after you go to give me a little um, more time. Have you, you don't have to draft your center. You can think about it. You
1: can draft someone else or draft it. I'm,
0: I'm going do one you at a have... time. I, I basically, I'm trading back so I can go back-to-back after you go.
1: Okay, okay. So this will be my eleventh player, and I have a question. Okay. Do you know who has the best legs in college basketball? No. All right. Hit your little Google. My little Google. Okay. Yes. And type in Lester Quinones. How do I
0: spell
1: that? Uh, Q U I N O. N-E-S-L-E-G-S
0: Oh my god, those are too short What those shorts are too oh. short <laughs> It's perfect <laughs> What
1: I was the like, hell, I was, dude? I was watching James Wiseman highlights a couple years ago And I saw him and I was like, oh my god I love this guy so much What and the hell is this? It turns out that he is like a fantastic shooter off the catch and okay. like he can, he can, <laughs> he can, he can run a little bit of point guard. He can play defense pretty well. Uh, and again, he's mostly just there to be a model and to get catcalled walking to class because I'm sure he wears short shorts to class.
0: You do have a very pretty team. It's a uh, you have a beautiful Thank team you.
1: all the way around. Yep, Kenneth Lofton Jr. <laughs> Looking sexy.
0: <laughs> Thanks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you know what Kenneth Lofton's face looks like?
0: No, absolutely <laughs> so
1: not. Have you, oh, can you look him up? Because he, he's
0: so funny looking. I love him so much. Kenneth Lofton Jr. Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's thick. He's only 19. Yeah, I know. Wow. Okay. Um... You know what? I'll, I'll go to a different factory school then for my wing-ish. Wing-ish. Uh, and give me Fa Abogidi at Washington State. We've talked about him plenty of times. Is a he a little big? Wing? He's a little big. I don't know. Is he a wing? I, power forward? I mean, they're going to use him as a center at times, but he's super long and he's fast.
1: Okay. That's fair.
0: So, yeah. Give me Abogidi uh and he's a, another pogo stick he can just jump out of the gym crazy athlete uh also considered was jabari walker but i didn't want to feel too homerish after i just uh, i am you know, going to trash talk to him so i'm gonna i'm
1: gonna play two three zone against your team and feel fine
0: yeah i undervalue shooting because shooting ruins the game of basketball so sue me i don't know what you want
1: <laughs> all right and your next pick Another power forward who
0: can't shoot. That's right. Well, no, no, <laughs> not unfortunately. Another power forward. I am going to go for a lead guard. Um, another lead guard, not Candy Chandler, but another high energy player. This is a defensive pick. Uh, give me Andre Corbello at Illinois. Now they're the All American teams, though he has a well known name. So I think okay. I'm safe. Is is Andre Corbello your eleventh man? Yes.
1: I thought about him as my starting point guard and thought, no, nah, I think he's too good. Well, okay, fine. Then I won't do that. <laughs> it's fine if you want someone who might be first team All-American lead the country in assists. Okay, that's cool. He's Maybe not, gonna not do that. first team All-American. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's uh, well,
0: well fine. at least we got to mention that. I'm not going to feel bad. Okay. I love him. He's super fun. Uh, he's just a complete energy bunny. So, there you go. Yeah. Also, can't really shoot.
1: Um, who cares? All right. So, since I'm not really playing my 11th and 12th men real minutes, and I'm just gonna draft cartoon characters. Uh, my 12th pick. I hate to draft someone from Nebraska, but I have to get <laughs> Wilhelm Brechen- Breidenbach, who is absolutely a fucking weirdo. And if you said that my team is handsome. This takes. <laughs> People on my team are either handsome as hell or ugly as shit, and there is no in between. And I am so happy about this. Well, at this least you're
0: determining a hierarchy. A
1: weirdo, yes. Well, that's what I care about, and you should know this.
0: Is hierarchies? That's true. Um, no, is, no, is that like I? Okay. Yes. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. I, I thought it was 11 players plus coach. So let's look at a 12th man here. I also need to take a cartoon character, someone who's going to be just crazy hyped on the bench. Um, hmm. You know, I guess let's, I'll add the to the average rate of my team. I'll add for an extra homer pick. I'll get the best teammate in basketball. Give me Evan Batty walking away. 12th man. Doesn't need the ball. Doesn't need anything other than to be there with his teammates uh and I have a rotund f- rotation at uh at the three spot with David Roddy EJ Liddell and Evan Patty. that is oh you Those know are some dudes
1: <laughs> would you mind stalling and telling us all about the strengths and weaknesses
0: of your team while I look up the combined weights of our biggest boys uh sure yeah <laughs> my weakness is easy it's shooting because shooting ruins the game of basketball. I've said this before. I'll say again, basketball is best if it's five men with to the back to the baskets, just handing it off between one another uh, as they take post shots. So my team is built for that reality. Um, they have drivers at the guard spots. Matt Bradley can get hot, I guess. Um, Will Richardson can shoot. Okay. I guess, but the rest of them, my team is gigantic. Uh, they are going to board the hell out of anything. Um, and there's going to be driving lanes of plenty. So uh, watch out for that. The only guy that kind of makes sense is Williams at, at from Duke because he's a true center that's, like, good. Um, the rest of them are just basically all the same height um, with varying weights and weaknesses. So that's my team. Okay. Um, I have my coach, shit. too, if you, if you don't have your coach. I do have my coach. It's just that
1: um, I'm in a country that uses kilograms, and oh. so that's my default. So I have to convert 454 kilograms into pounds. Is it 0.6 or is that kilometers? Uh, I have a thousand pounds of my four heaviest players. (laughs) Hell yeah. Um, I don't don't think I quite tipped the scale like that, but. Okay. And then now tell me
0: your coach while I look up your
1: guys' weights.
0: Okay, uh my coach, of course, is no once again. We can't pick Tad, we can't pick the obvious coaches that everyone knows, right? Yeah,
1: uh, yeah, okay. I guess. I was thinking like I was originally I, I wrote down like a head coach and then an offensive coach and a defensive coach, but I think that's
0: that's overkill. too much. That's way too much. That is overkill. Okay, well, I want Ed Cooley at Providence. I've loved him forever since he had Chris That was my coach. Yep, sorry. God, Love Ed Cooley. It. Give it – yeah, I, I got him. Sorry. All right. Well, you guys keep talking because I'm looking up. This okay, uh, Ed Cooley is awesome. I don't know. He's stayed at Providence forever, and he always seems to have a better team than expected. Um, he's, I don't know, middling – Success, but it's Providence, and they're in the this new Big East, which is like a murderer's row from time kind to of time. So, who knows? Like, it, he's is kind of like esque asking that. I don't know. His fans love him. He's pretty obvious in what he wants out of his team. The players love playing for him. He always has a super fun lead guard, um, and you know whether that's Chris Dunn a million years ago, who I think is out of the league now. Uh, whether that was David Duke last year, is he still on the team this year? Um I don't know, not the KKK guy obviously. He's not on the team. David Duke is gone. He wants the G League. Right. David Duke super I fun. In- I don't know. Point guard based team, super fun to watch, uh and he's just cool as hell. I don't know. He's he's who you'd want on your team. His name is Ed Cooley for a reason.
1: Uh my four heaviest players are heavier than yours. Uh Ed by about 1000 cool. to uh 180. So sounds like I lose. Sounds like you lose. Um, well, I am also taking Ed Cooley as my head coach <laughs> because he is. <laughs> he's a cool guy and I want him to be a cool guy. Um, so I'll go with my offensive and defensive coaches. They're going to be my coach. Oh my coaches, God. Okay. Since you took this, this is a fair compromise. You took my coach and okay. I
0: didn't have a backup plan. Um, can I, my can defense, I just say something before we go? What? I'm shocked that neither of us took Bandit Matherin. Uh he was on my short list but I didn't think I needed him. Okay. Well,
1: also I'm not like I think he's good. I don't I don't think I'm like a big fan. I just think he's underrated. Like he's good. Okay. Anyways, your coaches <laughs> are and, and he kind of torched to you because he has a lightning quick first step and I can't handle that. Um, your coaches are Uh Mike Boynton and Casey Alexander. Uh, I love Casey Alexander. Uh, Mike not, Boynton. Not a fan. Okay, Mike Boynton isn't there to really coach. He's there to be a cool guy. Like to like it, like not not a cool guy, but to uh he's
0: a culture setter at Oklahoma State. The coach the players like him a lot. Um cheap. He actually, I think he's the only guy who's cheaper than Tab Boyle that made the NCAA tournament as a power six oh, team last year.
1: Even better. Assistant coach budget. Um and he's uh He had a really, really good defense uh, with Oklahoma State. And I think that's like a a lot of it is scheme dependent, which I like. Um, And he's just going to pack the paint, which uh, I'm going to do with my big boys. Um, And then Casey Alexander is my offensive coach because I want to run that exact offense. Belmont has a beautiful offense because everybody on my team is basically built to do the like back screen pass cut. Etc. type of offense um and i just want movement and passing and i realize your team is built around like isolation scoring yeah uh, nah, no passing there's
0: no passing, passing. <laughs> it's post entries or drives no op- opportunity for perimeter passing
1: yeah whereas i want to just do like cuts and screens and nope setting Nope, and boxing out. <laughs>
0: no, I, my goal is to have three men all two, one high post, two low posts, and they all screen for each other while R- Will Richardson and Matt Bradley just drive over and over again.
1: I so. hate that offense so much. Matt Bradley's going to shoot like forty percent from the field.
0: I mean, this, so this but is the beauty of having be... two lefty lead guards is they can go, they can get the guy off balance because not many people are used to defending a left-handed drive like that.
1: No, it's just that Matt Bradley is a chucker. Like, he's not efficient at all.
0: Who cares? He works... He's awesome. He's gigantic. <clears throat> Look at his guns.
1: Yes. And you have Adonis Arms, who I think is being underrated in all this. Discussion. Oh,
0: God, I forgot. Yeah, so many lobs. See, that's when you have Evan Baddy at the high post. Adonis Arms at the low post. Yeah. You set a screen. Adonis Arms rolls, catches the oop. Boom.
1: And I have three players in the paint to muck things up because you can't Good shoot. Good
0: luck. Adonis Orange is like a 7-8.
1: <laughs> Actually, no. I'm going to let you shoot. I'm going to say, Matt Bradley, take that shot. And he I'm he going will. to win. Um, I thought that your team would be better than mine, but I think I ended up with a better team. I Who thought cares?
0: My team's more fun. <laughs> team's can we talk about, fun. I mean, I guess you might just, you Adele has Adele gives me some flexibility, he can shoot-ish. Yeah, okay,
1: I, I think my team is more fun. I was looking at my team when I planned it all out, and I was like, ah, oh,
0: I would give my kidney to see this team play. <laughs> well, we'll see all those guys ish in the tournament, except for yes. Kendrick Lewis, he's not touching the tournament, so
1: yeah, and Wilhelm Breidenbach hopefully won't make it to the tournament.
0: It's he Charlotte certainly Nebraska, who lost the Western Illinois.
1: There you go. Yeah, well, he certainly won't pl- win an NCAA tournament game because that's something Nebraska has literally never done. Um, literally also, never. I had a CU player and a Nebraska player. You had a CU player and a Colorado State player. I think that lets the other. We both are let off the hook.
0: Well, I don't have any animosity towards CSU basketball. Um their fans do. Their fans don't get uppity in in basketball. I don't think. So that's the, where the animosity comes from, for me and CU football is that they get because CU football's been awful. CSU fans go nuts. I I mean I I like CSU basketball. Nico Medved's a really fun coach too. Um, under Eustacey, there was some animosity, but that's because Eustachy is a grade A asshole. So.
1: Um, Also, I just realized that you picked Ed Cooley when it was my turn to pick. Because you told me to stall. You told me to do it. Okay, yeah,
0: that's fair. Do you have a favorite player on your team? Uh, Yes, EJ Liddell. I love watching EJ Liddell. Um, For funsies, Adonis Arm is super fun. I don't know. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, Is there any player on my team that you would wish to have stolen? Because I have some that i would wish to have stole from you
0: you wanted adonis arms
1: yes but also andre corbello yes, i Curbello i think i would have super fun i think i would have picked him as my sixth man
0: instead of kendrick davis i mean Haquez is amazing we all love jame Haquez. i wish of course eli parquet but uh i wasn't willing to be a homer that early into this draft um i don't want your saint peter's slash what is where is he now I, I, cut him
1: I, I, I cut him. I I cut him. <laughs> oh, to... I put Fardas already I put IMAC on the back on the team.
0: Okay. He has a role. Uh, and then of course Ron Harper. I love Ron Harper at Rutgers. They're gonna be fun this year. Steve Peichel is the coach there. I don't know. He's so fat and he works. It, it's just he's gigantic. He's not fat.
1: He's strong. He's big boned. Yeah. <laughs> is,
0: is Zion Williamson fat? I I am not the one to ask. I, I was a Zion h- hater because he went to Duke. I wish he went to South Carolina or Clemson so bad. Um, yeah. But obviously, he's amazing to watch. And I have not watched him once in the NBA. So I can't tell you. whether or not he's Oh,
1: okay. On. Well, he's uh,
0: injured right now and
1: is often injured. So that's cool. Um, Shout out to Marky <clears throat> Morris
0: for cheap uh, shotting our MVP, Nikola Jokic. Shout out to my little brother who was at that game. <laughs> and did he square up? Did he try to fight him?
1: Yeah, he... Well, no, he was wearing a Bam Adebayo jersey that I gave to him. Oh, so come he was rooting on. for the well,
0: You are the worst. I don't I don't mind Bam, but Marquis yeah, uh, has been I, a dirty player for a while, and that was a dirty hit. And I'm and, glad. Uh,
1: Jokic, Jokic has been a
0: reactive, angry player at times. Yeah, but career. I'm glad he laid down the law. You're the MVP. Yeah. You can't let people throw you around like that. Yeah, I ain't no bitch.
1: Um, what else? Nothing else. I have fun with this.
0: Yeah, it was fun. CU plays on Friday, I think, against Basketball? New Mexico. Yes. Should Saturday, be a win. UCLA should easily be a win. Next two games are a win, and they go on the road to the Virgin Islands for the Paradise Jam Tournament. Um, Ooh, are you going to go? <laughs> no, but if I we could consi- say, I don't know. They might play CSU in the last game, which will be a stressful game, but CSU should easily win that because they're going to be really, really good. So,
1: okay. Well, on that note, uh, Jack Barsh is a CSU basketball fan, first and foremost. I, okay. Um, all right. I've got nothing left to say to you, least of all you. Okay. Let's be done then. <laughs> okay.
0: All right. Bye. Boss. Boss. Boss! <laughs> Boss!